0: Welcome back to A Hope Kingdom Ministry. Where we like to give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. Today I want you to think about this and then answer the question. Are we powerful? Or Less? Are we powerful or powerless? Is our Heavenly Father Yah's power already in us or are we still trying to get it? What does the scripture say? Before we get into that, might I remind you, beloved family, Yahusha. By most called Jesus, it is his living word. He is the word in flesh. Hallelujah. Oh, by the way, too, you know we, we say hallelujah. Actually it is halal. Praise is halal. A L, not the E L. So it's, it's halal. Really halal yeah. Halal, you, you, yeah, unless you're going to be like Creflo hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> there was no E in ancient uh, Hebrew or Hebrew language. There was no E, so it's not halal, it's halal, hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, food for thought. Let's read our first scripture here. Psalms, which is tahilam, Psalms eighty-nine thirty-four. In the NKJV. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. That's Psalms or Tahilam eighty-nine thirty-four. Now let's read it also in the NLT version. No. I will not break my covenant. I will not take back a single word I said. I actually love, like. I actually like this version, this translation. When our heavenly Father Yah says something, beloved, it is a covenant. It's binding because He never changes. He does not speak idle words. He either commands or makes covenants which is which means makes promises he commands or he makes covenants makes promises let's go to james 4 7 in the king james version submit yourself unto yah bible says god resist the devil and he will flee from you submit to the heavenly father first Humble yourself before him, submit, and then resist the devil and he'll flee. Why? Because then you got the power. And the word resist means to actively fight against. It's not like you just tell him one time, get me behind me, devil. And he just go and stay. Actively fight against. And you don't, you, it's not just one time. You don't just tell him one time and he never bothers you again even the savior told didn't just tell him one time he came at him three times tempted when he was in the desert and believe me he was fighting against him the whole time all the way up to calvary yes he was and he he thought he'd won when they hung him on that tree on calvary <laughs> little did he know His behind was fried after that. (laughs) Okay, moving right along. If we don't resist, our Heavenly Father Yah is not going to step in and make the devil leave us alone. He told us, what did he say? Submit yourself. Scripture says, submit yourself unto Yah, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, if we don't resist, Our Father, Heavenly Father, is not going to step in and say, leave my daughter alone. Leave my son alone. Because he gave us a command to submit to him first and then resist the devil. And it didn't say he might flee. He has no choice. He has to flee. Because when you submit to him, when you are weak and humble yourself before him, then are you strong. Because he becomes your power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Most of the time people are asking the father to do what he told us to do. They act as if we don't know his spirit and power is inside of them. They act as, excuse me, they act as if they don't know that his spirit and power is inside of them. It's inside of us. Beloved, if you are truly born again, truly born again, not just baptized, what they call baptized, with immerse. Some people, I tell them, I say, if you if you got in that water, immersed, you call baptized, and you think it's all good, but you still live in the same sinful life, you haven't changed, sweetheart. You just got wet. <laughs> Nothing else changed. You just got wet. That's all. So when I say, if you are truly born again, if you... Been baptized by water and spirit you know we will baptize man will baptize you with water but the son of yah the savior will baptize you in the spirit and your life changed you no longer love your sin i mean you're not going to be perfect i mean we're going to we're in sinful flesh we're going to sin as long as we're in this body but not because we want to i mean you can sin in a thought you know we fight against it daily. So again, if you are truly born again, you now have the power of Yahuwah, our Heavenly Father. Some of you, most of you may call Jehovah or the Lord. And the Savior, Yahusha, called Jesus, living inside of you. If you're born again, you have the power of the Almighty Heavenly Father and His precious Son, our Savior, living inside of you. You know, you've lost the battle the moment you ask the Father Yah, or some of you may say the Father God, or Yahusha, and some of you say Jesus, to come and heal you, or come and heal you, or someone else. The minute you ask the Father, Are you begging Him to come heal you, or Jesus, come heal me? You've lost the battle. Why? Because you're saying to him, you haven't done anything, so come and do it for me now. You're not acknowledging what he's already done. Beloved, we already have it. Remember, beloved, he already sent his son to pay for our sickness and disease, as well as pay for our sins and transgression. He sent his word and healed them. That's Psalms 107 20. And the word also says, by his stripes, you were, past tense, healed, were healed. And it also says in scripture, by his stripes, you are healed. So you are healed because you were healed, past tense. Do you know it's up to us Whether or not the sick gets healed, it's up to us. Yes, this is on us. It's not on the Father. It's not on the Savior. It's on us. The Father, Yahuwah, called the Lord by so many, through his precious son, Yahusha, who is called Jesus, has already healed everybody. Did you know that? He's already healed everybody. We just have to receive it because we already have it. It is up to us whether we get healed or delivered. So stop accusing and blaming our great creator for not doing what he has already done. You just haven't received it or you don't know how to receive it. I'm telling you the truth. It's already done. It's a done deal. You already have it. As I remind I don't know if I said it to you on this, on Heart to Heart, on uh, Hope. I I think I've said it on Heart to Heart. Our Heavenly Father completes and finishes everything before he starts. Did you know that? See, how can you do that? He's, uh, he's almighty. He's not thinking, oh, let me see. Okay, I'll do this. And then, oh, Okay. I created the air. Now I gotta create some water. Now I gotta do. No, he he thinks it. Cause see, once he thinks it, it's done. He thinks it. It's already done. And we, and he's, he's speaking into existence. He completed everything before he started. Just like he completed paying for our sins before he even started creating us. Because Scripture says the Lamb was slain. The 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 the. the lamb of YAH, the beautiful pure lamb was slain before the foundations of the earth it was already done friends, family our father when he he sees beginning middle and end he sees past, present and future all at once it's all the same to him he's not subject to time he created time for us he is everything, past, present, and future. I mean, he's almighty. He's something else, honey. Yes, he is. And I just love him. <laughs> Don't you? All right, let's read Acts 3.1. Uh, I'll read this in the New King James Version. And this is uh, about a man that was lame, couldn't walk, and he was healed. Now listen closely. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. He was asking for some money. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, listen closely, silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you in the name of Yahushua Mashiach. The Bible says, Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk. And he took him by the hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. I want to go back to verse 6. And Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have. Focus on that, beloved. What I do have. In other words, saying, said, I don't have money. But I do have the power in me to give you, to heal you. So in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, Mashiach called Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. That's what he was saying. I got something better than money, silver and gold. I got the power. What I do have. He didn't even pray. He didn't say, oh, Father God, would you please heal this man? Oh, Jesus. He didn't say, I, he didn't even say, I pray for you to be healed in the name of Jesus. He said, in the name of Yahusha Mashiach. The Bible says Jesus Christ. Rise up and walk. He used the power that was in him. And the authority given him. And the and authority of the name. The authority that was given to him. By using the name. Of the power source. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What I do have. Do you know, beloved, <laughs> it said uh, some people would put them out of the church. Now, you didn't pray. How, you, you said what I have. You don't have no power. How you come to? You know, this was some thing. But you know what? I, ha- I have power. I do have power. But it's not my power. It's my save, my father, my savior's power. But I have the authority to use that power in me. We have his set apart rook, his rook kadush, his set apart spirit, the Holy Spirit in us, enabling us to have that power. That's why we, we remember we are the temple. So you want to call it the church? We are that building that you go to is not he said, How can you make a temple with, with made from hands? They had a place that they put him in before, but now says our Savior, He we are the temple. Our Savior enabled us to be the temple of the Almighty. The so now think about this. When they say you, you see that the, the Antichrist, the devil, sitting on, sitting in the temple and start claiming to be God and, and doing miracles and wonders. Beloved, sitting, sitting in a human being. Yeah, another, we are the temple. We are the temple. I do not believe there is not going to be another third temple built on this earth, because the temple, the the new new Jerusalem, new Jerusalem, is coming down from heaven. That's what Scripture says. He's bringing it back. Think about that. Something to think about. We are the temple, so he'll be seated. You can say this. He'll be seated in a man coming as a man, like our Savior did, claiming to be the Almighty food for thought, huh? Something to th- something to think about. We got to stop thinking so literal. There are a lot of symbols. You think they gonna have a, a, a new temple built? <laughs> no. Anyway, I get sidetracked. <laughs> the main thing is Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Yahusha Mashiach, or Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Because then our Savior said, if you believe on me, you believe in me, in my name, you will be able to cast out devils and and, and heal the sick and raise the dead. You'll be able to do everything that I did, and and even greater things than I did, because I'm now going to the Father. So that spirit is not going to be locked up in me. I'm going to put it on the cloud. It's, 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 it's there for everybody. Now you all have the spirit. Because as long as I'm here, you know, it's it's here in me. Because he is. <laughs> Yah, the father is Yah above us. The son was Yah with us. The living word. And the spirit is Yah in us. It's all him. There are no three gods in one. It's only one ruler. One almighty one. In working in three different offices. Offices. But it's all him. But the Savior. Yahushua. Who's called Jesus. Had everything. He had the Father's word. He had the spirit. He had everything. He. Was the Father. With us. Housed. Closed. In flesh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Continuing. Peter said. What he had you know he wasn't saying it it was his power Mm -mm. he was saying he had the power and authority in him to give the healing he needed more than he needed money from him excuse me excuse me sorry about that you know he said I got something that you need more than money I have the power and authority in me to give you Peter didn't even pray. I just said he didn't. You know, going back, he didn't pray. He he just used the authority and commanded him to be healed, and then snatched him up to his feet. Peter was bold and fearless because he believed the spirit of power was in him. How many people have you snatched up out of a wheelchair and said, "Rise up and walk"? That's scary. I've done that before a long time ago, helping them up. They there was someone took. Oh yeah, that's right. There was one lady, one person. They did walk. I forgot about that. I just he just showed me that vision. We were. I forgot at some conference she got up and was walking. I, you know, I didn't follow up from her to know what happened. But I never. I've never done like what Peter and did. I'm going to. I'm going to. So you better have faith when you do that. You know, you can't doubt. And if something happens where you snatch that person up and they fall down, don't fall apart like, oh no, and you're embarrassed because people look at you. No, you pick them up and say, okay, all right, let's do it again. Get up and walk, do it again. Remember, our Savior had to pray for a blind man once, twice. He's prayed for him, he healed him, and then he's put his hands on him. He said, Can you see? He said, I see men as trees walking. In other words, I don't see clear. So he. He prayed for him again, and then he was completely healed. So if the Savior prayed twice, if I have to pray ten times, I will. And I've had to do that sometimes. It took up to ten times for that person to get healed. You know, they were ready for me to stop praying. And I said, No, 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 no. You, you oh, it's, I only got like twenty percent pain left. I said, Well, he's a hundred percent. I'm not gonna let you go at eighty percent. But see, when somebody is content with what they have, sometimes you can't make them take the whole hundred percent. You know, I, I tell people, I don't don't lie to me and say you feel better and you don't because I'm not looking. This is real. This is real. The power in me is real. The authority I have is real. The power in you is real, beloved. And the authority in you is real. You've got to start healing with that power. That you have been given authority to use that dwells in you. When your family gets sick, you want to run to the doctor, why don't you first lay your hands on and command that sickness to go? You ever thought about that? You've got the power. We've got the power. Okay, now let's uh let's read Matthew Matit Yahoo. Matthew 10, 1. And when he called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits. He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. He gave them. They didn't go in there saying, um, Jesus, come and heal. Jesus is going to come and heal you. No. He gave them the power, and he gave them the authority to do it in his name. And after he gave them power, he said, now go and do it. Gave them the power, They he said, now go do it. He was saying, beloved, you've seen me do it. Now you go and do what I did without me. He was telling them, you don't need me to go with you. I've given you all you need. Oh, I felt that. I'm, you know, I'm preaching to myself too. You know, he preaches to me with the sermons he gives me, things, sermons he gives me. He's talking to me too. This is to us. You know, I have to be reminded. We have to be reminded that we are the ones with the power. Greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. Nothing is impossible for our heavenly father and nothing is impossible for us with our heavenly father. And it says, if you believe, if you have belief and you do not doubt, you can tell a mountain to move from here to there. And that mountain will move and nothing will be impossible for you. That's word. That's word. Huh. Matthew 10 8. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. And they've got so many people past this chart, especially in a lot of places in Africa, not just Africa, in America too, in other places too, but a lot of places in, and in, in, in temples. Where you come in, you pay. You give them money, and they'll heal. That is the devil. He said, freely you have received, freely give. I, I went to, I was praying at a, a church, praying for people there to be healed. And, and, and afterwards, the, the guy came, and he gave me an envelope with, with, with a little money in it uh, at the church. And I said, wait, wait, wait a minute. What is this? I said, "I, you don't... I'm not paid to pray for people i don't i i i don't do that you know somebody the people got healed and and I talked to the pastor he said, no, 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 he said no um this is uh this is a love gift from you from the church to you you know you have your train. you came your transportation stuff i say i said, oh I say because I can't accept anything as a payment for praying for people that's demonic you know that's a hireling someone that's hired no no, no. I, I I know the seriousness of that, and anybody that does, they don't—they're not afraid of the Father. They don't know who—they don't know Him. They do not know Him because they're going to come before, and He's going to say, "Get your behind away from me!" I knew you not, and they're going to be cast into outer darkness into torment. When Yah says do something, it is a command, not a suggestion. When he said, he didn't say, now, please go and try to heal the sick and try to cleanse the leper and, and see if you can raise the dead and, and, and really try to cast out demons. No, he said, do it. He said, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons freely. You have been received freely give. That was a command. He never makes suggest suggestions. Everything he says is a command or a covenant. Remember. It's a command or covenant or a promise. He makes commands and covenants. You know, I, um, there was a story I, 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 I heard, um, I think it was Andrew Womack was telling me about, it was about a, um, uh, preacher that was in Nigeria. And he said, I, I wrote myself notes. He said, um, in Nigeria, it was a, a a friend of Andrew Womack's, uh, uh, Andrew Womack is a great Bible teacher, and this pastor was in Nigeria healing people, and he, had, the night before he had healed, they had seen blind eyes open and all kind of miracles and, you know, lame walking and stuff, and the next day he was walking down the street, and then everybody wanted to touch him, and yet everybody was running up to touch him, like, oh, you know, and his first reaction was, no, no, it's not me, it's not me. It's not me. Look to Jesus, not me. And he said, uh, and this is what he said. He didn't say, I used, yeah, he said, his, the man's name was Dave. He said, God said, Dave, what would you have thought if that little donkey that Jesus rode on on Palm Sunday, if the donkey had said, oh no, it's not me, it's not me. He said, nobody was praising the donkey, they were praising the one on the donkey. (laughs) He said, he told Dave, it's not you thereafter, they see me in you, let them touch you because they're touching me. (laughs) Can you believe that? In other words, you're just the donkey I'm riding on. (laughs) So then he, he just started letting people walk up and touch him and People started getting healed. People point, start pointing up to to God, saying, "It's Him." People, I see a lot of people. It's Him. It's not me. Don't believe. Don't believe it. It's just the. It's just a popular thing to do. I'm trying to read my notes here. I wrote a note. Say, I see a lot of people. You know, when somebody do something, they all like, oh, and they point up. Or somebody, a lot, they give the applause for a good performance, and they raise, they point up. Oh, it's not me. It's Him. That's just. I mean. Showbiz—it's just something popular to do. I see so many do that: ball players, musicians, ministers. You know they—oh no no no—it's pointing up. You know they don't mean it. I mean there's a lot of sh- there's a lot of showbiz in the church. I know that. You know I, it was my job. That's 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 how I make my livelihood as an entertainer. But so I despise entertainment in the church. And I just told someone lately, they want me to do something. I said, listen, you want me to entertain. I do not entertain in the Father's house. I minister. I get paid on the outside. That's what I do for a living. I'm not doing that. No, I will teach you. I will minister to you. But I'm not going to entertain you in the church. Uh Uh-uh. See, at first, in the beginning, you know, they had me thinking that that's the thing to do. You know, because, but what... to get more people to come. But you know what What has happened, beloved family? The church has, has compromised so much trying to be like the world, to say, to get more people from the world till they have become the world. They have compromised so much. You go to church, you can, the way the women dress, you can't tell if you're in a nightclub or if you're in a church. They have compromised so much get the world and they're not getting more people more people leaving, they're not getting more people in and the world has gotten worse and worse, we're supposed to make the world more like the church, more like the temple, the people of Yah it's been backward and you know and I was at uh, I went to here I uh, went to another church I was going, I didn't know they had a guest speaker and this guest speaker there I mean, I thought I was in a comedy house. A lot of preachers now, they they got to They got to make it laugh. But see, the congregation puts so much pressure on them. They they feel like they don't have a good time if they're not. <laughs> I mean, if they're they got to laughing and pointing and tell your neighbor this, telling, you know. I said, I'm not telling them nothing. She heard you. I hate that. I'm sorry. That's entertainment. You know, one of these days I'm gonna jump up and say, oh, oh. This party right here. I mean, because that's that's like it's like (laughs) sorry, I'm sorry. It's like taking the nightclub, putting in the church. Slap your neighbor on the back and tell him, God love you. You better not hit me. I tell one person, don't you hit me. (laughs) One time Paula White said, Slap that, slap your neighbor on her weave and tell her God love you. Ooh. Mm Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I was not amused. I said, if I had a weave in my head and somebody slapped me on, on my head, I'm sorry, it might be on, <laughs> you know? Uh-uh, or what I'm saying, I'm, I'm forgive me, I'm going, <laughs> pray for me. Well, what I'm really saying is, we have the power, but we're losing it, we're too busy trying to be like the world. We're trying to entertain cliches and fa- and fancy sayings, you know. Glory to God! I hear so many people say that, and and they, they, it wasn't they weren't talking about anything that was righteous. Ah, she, she better not come over here and mess with me. Glory to God! What is that? I mean, I'm not making this up. I've heard all this. Anyway, moving right along here. Sit down and shut up, flesh. I just hit myself. <laughs> oh, you know, you are my family because ah, I'm not going to even think about listening to this message over because I knew I would, I would um, delete it. Anyway, you know, I, I one more thing I want to talk about. We're talking about are we powerful or powerless? So many Christians are crying and begging the Father, "Send revival, oh Father Yah! Send revival, something, oh Father God, send revival." He's not holding back revival. He's waiting for us to do it. He's waiting for us to start revival. Listen, if you have a church or an assembly, and the lame are being healed, getting up out of the wheelchairs, walking, and the blind are seeing, and the deaf are hearing, and then and you're raising the dead, <laughs> you're gonna start revival, trust me. He always get, he's already given us everything to start revival. The power is in us. We are powerful, we are not powerless. Many of us are acting powerless. Or believe in Satan that we're powerless. They think Satan is more powerful than we are, and that's a lie. Now, up by ourselves, yeah, he's a supernatural being, but we're not by ourselves. We have the spirit of the Almighty in us, and He says, "I will never leave you nor forsake you." So we're not on our own. When the devil, when we're with the Father, and we have Yahusha, called Jesus, in us, when the devil comes, he sees him. He don't see us. He sees him, and he's afraid. But he wants you to think you should fear him he's afraid of a true born again believer one that has belief faith is belief he's afraid of you i guarantee you like i said he's waiting on us to do it it's you know it's our responsibility he gave it to us when our father yah poured out his set apart holy spirit he gave it to us, the full measure. He gave us the measure. He didn't give us a measure. He gave us the measure. The measure. Just like he gave his son, the full measure. How else could we do everything that Yahusha, our Savior, did if we don't have the same measure of power and spirit that he has? We didn't get a piece of the spirit. He's a person. We got the whole spirit. And he hasn't taken it back, Beloved. The Savior came back and brought the kingdom and brought the, the set apart Holy Spirit back to us. And he left it. That's why he said, it's expedient. It's more important that I go so I can send another one like me. In other words, it's more important that I go. The Holy Spirit was more important to be on this earth than he was. See, because he could be in one place at a time. But the, the set-apart spirit, they call the Holy Spirit, it could be everywhere. Like I say, on like on the cloud, everywhere. At one time, the spirit is still here for our use, beloved. I'm calm myself down. You know, at Azusa, at the Azusa Street revival, they started it by fasting and praying hours on end, and they were seeking His face. They were craving and desiring to be filled. With the set-apart spirit, with the Holy Spirit. I mean, they really wanted it. They wanted it badly. They fasted. I don't mean skipping a meal. Skip, I'll skip dinner today, I'll skip lunch. That's not fasting. That's skipping a meal. Fasting is when you deny yourself of food 24, the whole 24 hours. Or if it's 14 days or three days, the whole 14 days or the whole three days. And don't tell me it can't be done. I have fasted several times, 40 days, and many, many times, 21 days and 14 and sevens. So it can be done. It's not easy. Oh, it's hard. Sometimes I will cry. It's, it tortures that body, but it empowers you. I guess I go back to Azusa Street, fasting and praying for, you know, days on end, months, They did not stop until they received what they were seeking. They didn't stop until they received. They didn't stop praying, fasting and praying, until they got what they were seeking, what they were going for. And beloved, it wasn't, sometimes I hear, we're going to have a a two-day revival or a one-day revival. Really? I never, that's not a revival. That's a, that's a meeting. It wasn't two or three, it wasn't a two or three day revival that they had. They had, it was a three year revival every day, all day and night, 24 hours a day. People were coming, being healed, getting delivered. I mean, all day, day all times of day and night. That's a revival. We've got it mixed up. You know, just like we got everything. We want fast food, McDonald's. We want a McDonald's healing. We want a, you know, McDonald's re- revival, you know, our... Burger King, where you have it your way, you know, fast food, get in the drive-thru line. No, we've got the power. We're powerful. But we've got to activate it with faith, our belief. First of all, our obedience. Because he said, when you fast and pray, not if you fast and pray. Prayer is very important, but prayer alone just does not do it. You've got to fast and pray. Because many times in the Bible, I've said, when they say, humble yourself before God, in the Bible, you would say, I would say, humble yourself before God. They're talking about fasting. Because, believe me, your stomach is your master. Your stomach will rule you. I know my stomach has been ruling me many times. <laughs> Tell me what to do. Get up at 1 o'clock in the morning and go buy some chocolate. You know? I want chocolate. You better give me some chocolate. See, so you, you take your stomach and make your stomach a slave to to the heavenly Father instead of it being a master to you. Sometimes stomach is acting up. I say you keep on it. Just keep on. I say I said I was going to fast ten days, but now oh you ma- now it's going to be fourteen days. You know I'm punishing that stomach, <laughs> and but I, you may not believe it. After I get, it gets. The more the longer you go, the easier it gets. And after eight, it's easier. After 14, you don't even want it's like you're not a you have healed it. Kicked it. You don't you know you can do without food. And 17, 18, 19, oh I have so much energy. I feel better when I'm not eating than when I eat. After I break a fast and after a while it's like, oh man, I felt better when I wasn't eating. I had more energy. I my body felt better. Really. Even doctors tell you that we should fast from time to time because it gives the stomach a rest and it gets rid of all that old rotten food in our colons. That's where a lot of colon cancer comes from. Old rotten food. You know we have. You can have some. We've had some food, and beef and stuff, in the seven years. Can you imagine? I know it's hard, but you got to try. And if 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 you have to start with first. Half a day. Do that, but then don't just stay there. And do a couple. Of then, then go up to a whole day, twenty-four hours, no food. Then extend. That's what I had to do. Now I have gone. The hardest one for me, you know, forty is hard. But the hardest one is three days and three nights, no food or water. I've done that too. That's like um, Esther. I've done that a few times too. Now that's, that, that's hard when you don't, you don't have food or water. And I don't, why do I do that? You know, do I like it? No. I like the results. Afterwards, you, you know, bringing me closer to him, I do that so that I can be an instrument, so that he can use me to heal through me, so that I can use his power. Because right now, beloved, this time we're gonna need people. You know, they may not, you may not be able to go into the hospitals, but you need to get, know somebody that, hey, they, I know someone that's filled with the spirit and believes. They lay hands on me and get, and and I'm healed. He's looking for people like that, but you gotta pay the price. You know, had like some say you gotta pay the cost to be the boss. You got to pay the price. It doesn't come free. Everybody would like to lay hands and heal the sick and cast out demons and stuff. They would love. But you have to pay for it. You, it's a price you pay. I don't know. I didn't mean to go there anyway. But I do it because I love you. I love people. I do. And I want to be a help. My prayer is Father, bless me to be a blessing. Make me useful and usable. Put me on like a glove. And work in me. And work through me. Wear me like your sandals. Or like a jewel in your crown. Let people. When I come. Let them see me. I mean excuse me. Let them see you. Let them not see me. But see you. That's what I say to you. Let's pray. In this, Heavenly Father thank you. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for this time. Thank you for. This beloved, a hope kingdom ministry chosen few. Thank you, Father, for blessing me with them, for the barakah, the blessing of them. And if I have said anything out of line, or wrong, please forgive me. I repent. I know sometimes, sometimes we got go into myself, we go into our flesh. But I pray, Father, that. You, you look beyond my faults and see my knees, and I pray that they will be able to look beyond my human frailty and hear your heart and hear your words and hear and see you. I know I'm not perfect, but you are. But my heart perfectly knows I need you. I love you and I want to be used by you. I want you to be able to count on me. I want to help people. I want to help my family here. I want to help strangers. I want to be, I want to be everything you said. I want to do everything you commanded us to do. I want to be everything that you created me to be. I want my kingdom family here to be everything you created them to be. You created us all for something great. Nobody's here just to pass the time away. Nobody's here just to be abused, just to be used, or nobody's here just to be successful either. Success comes with you, but that's not what we're here for. That's just one of the perks. We're here on an assignment. We have something to give on this earth, in this world, that you saw that we would do it. There are certain people we are to meet and to be a barakah, a blessing to. Are there some that are put on this earth to be a barakah, a blessing to us? Whatever you want us to do, Father, I pray that everyone listening will agree with me and say yes. Whatever you want me to do, I say yes. I'm not able. I'm not capable. But I'm willing and available. I pray that they say with me, do whatever you want to do in me, to me, through me, with me, for me, by me, because I totally trust you. Have your way with me. Have your way with us, Father Yah, and let your perfect will be done, for we know that it is good, for Yahusha, he who is called Jesus, is our shepherd, and we shall not be in want. Oh my I didn't know I had gone on to 45 minutes. Over 45 minutes. And that's because I started clowning around. Anyway, beloved. Forgive me if. (laughs) When I. I Got sidetracked. And I hope I haven't offended anyone. Because I do care about you. I really, really do. Even though I don't know you personally. I know you're there. And I'm so happy with you. And I'm so happy. (laughs) To have you. So. Thank you for joining me again here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry where we try to give you food for thought. And our intention really is to give you something more to think about. Something more that you maybe you won't hear in the average church or the average assembly. That's what we're trying to do here. I may not succeed all the time, but I'm going to try. I'm going to give you my best every time. All right, beloved. So until we meet again, Yah willing, of course. Shalom.